0: Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. Coming to you.
1: So welcome back to The Reset Rebel, edition number eight, and as you can probably hear from the cacophony uh, of uh, background sounds, we are in a cafe, it's of course the Passion Cafe, and I'm with the beautiful owner, Lana Love.
0: Hello, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you doing? Very good. You got me out of bed early today on Saturday, so I'll forgive you for the one. Quite
1: the achievement, I gather. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> But you didn't have uh, quite so far to come this time because you moved a little bit closer to our Passion Café here in Santilalia, So you're just kind of uh, whizzing up the road, trying to avoid the madness of uh, the pre-opening parties. That's kind of uh, starting to kind of lift on the island, that sort of feeling of summer beginning.
0: Well, you know, I had my fair share of my own opening parties. So uh, there has been kind of quite intense, a reopening like of five locations this summer alone. So, um, um, fortunately or unfortunately, the only opening party is the opening party of Passion <laughs> this,
1: this year. Fair enough. I'm sure that keeps you incredibly busy. I mean, how did you sort of, you know, obviously running all of these uh, premises, we've just been discussing before we started um, the podcast and having a wonderful breakfast. Um, you, I mean, how do you recover from a
0: season uh, over the winter?
1: What do you do for yourself to kind of like get over that?
0: Well, if I can, I go away. I I I go I go traveling. Um, I was kind of known for that before. I had like so many passions to even take off for even a couple of months and just you know just go away from the island and recharge the batteries. And even though we have uh, so many beautiful places here in Ibiza that we can go and recharge and retreats and etc. etc. I literally have to remove myself from the island and to go like uh, as far as possible that it's kind of very expensive for anybody to call me <laughs> and to reach me so ideally I would just uh, go away and uh, you know spend time in a, in a places that got like a good health facilities spas and and things like that. So that that kind of word worked for me. So literally, like all the money that I make, I go and blow it <laughs> on fixing myself.
1: <laughs> I think that's quite standard, really, for a lot of people that work mm-hmm. in the kind of wellness industry on Ibiza. That they do have to go away in the winter and completely
0: put themselves back together and reset. It, it is, it is the, it's the truth, you know. It doesn't matter how much you know you you try, and you know that you have to have this balance between work and and your health and your life. It, it's it is so often like. N- neglected, like you are yourself, are often neglected, because the season in Ibiza and this constant uh, state of being in survival mode of running the places. Um, because it's just so complex and, you know, issues with the people and the staff and the services, so you're literally going through six months of, like, just survival mode, just trying to get through the season, just trying to best that you can, you know, to deliver the service that you can, and, you know, you you, you do come second, you want it or not, you, you just do, so when the season finish, it's like a total, like, crescendo, and, and I'm like a, a zombie comes in October, and, um, and then, you know, like, getting a ticket and sitting on the plane and taking it off to the season, it's, uh, it, it's, it's actually a very nice experience, like, even though you paid a very big price for it, you know, but, you know, that, that's, that's what it is, and um, it's all good. It's all good.
1: I mean, what did you do in terms of sort of healing? I mean, I saw some of your stuff on Instagram, obviously, I follow you on there, and um, I saw some really beautiful, wonderful food that you were eating in Bali, for example, some beautiful raw foods, and did you get a little bit inspired over there?
0: Well, I have to like, tell you, honestly, it's like, um, I don't know how I'm going to actually put that. No, actually, I didn't, <laughs> because um, I don't actually eat much raw food anymore, I have to tell you honestly. I have done this uh, detox last year in uh, India, and uh, it's called Panchakarma, and I'm going to write in my new magazine about this. And uh, interestingly enough, um, the raw food is actually not very good for me. It's actually like cooked mild foods. So actually when I was in Bali, even though there was such a, this abundance of the raw food and, you know, the food in so many cafes these days, you know, it looks wonderful. I was actually struggling to actually find a place to actually have something cooked, just have a cooked vegetables and cooked rice. So, you know, I was stumbled like from time to time across like a little Ayurvedic cafes and there was a kind of a savior. And as soon as I would kind of eat that, like a bowl of kitchari or a you know like it is like a lovely turmeric potatoes or something like my body was just like oh you know amazing but nevertheless I indulge and in the gorgeous smoothie balls. I mean I mean we all know these these very famous now dragon fruit balls that you can have in Bali and they are really just kind of another level I mean I would just literally now sit on the plane and fly there just for one of those um, but yeah, Bali Bali is beautiful. Abundance of of so much goodness. The energy is just very, very special. And um, when you're there, you feel it. But you feel it more when you go away. I don't know. I'm just like over the last few months, I just have this constant yearning. It's just almost kind of calling me back. And I think this is what lots of people have here to be there. I haven't been to Bali for like six years. And I've been there and I was there for like two and a half weeks. And now I'm just like, it's just calling me. So I, I think like as soon as I get some free time off I think I'll be jetting off for another smoothie bowl <laughs> to Bali
1: I mean that's quite interesting what you say about the raw food because obviously one of, the, one of the ways that I kind of got to know you a little bit better than just hanging out in your great cafes was um, from doing your raw detoxes and I think that's fascinating because a lot of you know, retreats over here do kind of have these wonderful raw and macrobiotic chefs and that kind of stuff. And then people come away from their normal environment of eating normal food, particularly in England. You know, it's very traditional, stodgy fare. And then they come over here and then boom, they're eating raw food for a week. And this can have like quite catastrophic effects on the digestive system.
0: Well, you know what I think for everybody, you know, it's, it's a process. You need to find out what is the, the right thing for you. And at one point... When I was eating a raw food, you know, I, I felt good. But like you know, I am aging like everybody else, and the body keeps changing, and you start having you know, like maybe other issues. that are not just uh, affected by the food that you eat. It can be extra amount of stress. It can be it can be it can be anything, you know. And then suddenly your body just mm, no, I just no that no that is just not good for me, you know, because I, I I was feeling like okay, what is wrong? I'm eating a tons of massage kale salads. I'm drinking my juices and all of the lovely. I mean, I was never 100% raw foodist, but I did eat a lot of uh, raw food. And I just didn't feel good. I was just constantly, like, bloated and, like, all, all, all kinds of stuff and to the point that I got like in a, such a bad shape and mentally and physically and then the last year before the season I was like you know what I have to do something because absolutely no way I can get through another season in in a, in a in a in a state in a shape that I was to the point that I was literally kind of whizzing inside of my cafes and just just running outside I didn't want anybody to see me I, I was just like a just complete like isolation I felt like a so 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 bad about myself you know why
1: what was what was what the root cause of that
0: I'm I had I had, a, I had a, like a huge weight gain not huge when a huge but a little bit of a thyroid problems and then a lot of stress and then obviously eating foods that were not good you know and and you know how is it you're supposed to be here to at least in a one shape or form represent you know what you do and I just I just felt like I just was not that and uh, you know not anybody could hear my story and I was just like I I just went into into hiding, (laughs) you know, and then I was like uh, last year, okay, I have to do something and then uh, my best friend, she just came from India doing this detox and she was like, oh my god, baby, you just have to, you have to go and do this thing, so, you know, I flew to India and I did this, like, the most difficult thing that I've ever done detox-wise in my life, it was, like, excruciating and, um, it's an Ayurvedic detox, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a Panchakarma detox, you know, and, um, it was really, really hard and, 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 and at that point I said to myself, you know what, I will never ever get myself in this state to have to go through this experience all over again. But again, interestingly enough, like Bali is calling me back, Pancha Karma is calling me back again, like, and, and um, I, I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do. It's not for the faint hearted, it, 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 is, it, is, it is hard, it is pretty brutal, um, but it did something it did have a very good effects on me Uh, i came back and few weeks after i had some people coming to my shop and just said oh my god you know you look different you lost weight oh my god what happened to you like it was just like not only i was feeling better but like then i kind of noticed how so many people noticed like change you know in in me and it was literally me switching to completely cooked food just like a lot of like sweet potatoes kitcheries um bit of a mashed avocados, lots of cooked vegetables, just very, very mild, easy food. But nevertheless, I love salads. So I would sometimes forget myself, and I would just go and eat like a, a green salad, and automatically I will get a, like pain in my stomach. So this is just me. It's 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 personal, you know. I know a lot of people who are thriving on a raw food, and I would not say that I would not uh, go back into it. Maybe I just have to heal, you know, heal my digestive system, and then to be able to you know, introduce uh, these foods again in my, in my, in my system. Because I think raw food is absolutely, it, it's wonderful. But you know, you have to find out what works for you. And if the raw food works for you, perfect. But if you see that you're doing it and then something is not, not quite right, you know you just can't be rigid about these things oh I want to be raw foodist or I want to be vegan or I want to be that you have to listen to your body I mean you, I, haven't, you do. I haven't you know I haven't like a invented uh, like oh my god you know we all talking about this all the time it's like you just have to find out what's right for you I think the most fascinating part of all of this is that you know
1: from doing these interviews on this on this podcast and kind of hearing a lot of wellness people sort of saying that through the course of the season and, you know, really putting back into other people and giving a lot and giving their energy and giving their love to all of these other people that come here to heal. They're kind of in the process, you know, suffering themselves, which is kind of madness, right? The irony of, like, trying to help other people and actually making yourself unwell. And obviously, you know, from running all your different venues and everything else that you do, you're getting a bit stressed. And I think perhaps when people are stressed, they're kind of drawn to foods that aren't necessarily as good for them or as healthy and also the stress produces the cortisol so it's the kind of you know and the digestive system then gets really deeply unhappy and that is basically I mean I've had seasons here where I've really put on weight and as a yoga teacher getting up at the front of a class in a pair of leggings and a little top I mean I literally I'm not gonna lie like I've literally felt like I don't want to go out of the house like you said and the last thing I want to do is stand at the front of the class in front of 10 15 20 people and be on show like that because you feel like you should be walking your walk, and somehow that negative body image—you know—you really want to style it out. But sometimes it's really hard to persuade yourself that that is accessible in that moment. You feel like you just want the ground to open up and swallow you.
0: It's, it's true, you know, because at the end of the day, that just also proves that, like, you know, we're human, <laughs> you know. And um, and you know, I just think it's not even, of course, as much as like kind of how you how you look as like you know, it's just um, how how you feel. You know, and um, even, even though, let's say, like for me, like in the, in the summer, I know, you know, I should not be maybe drinking my strong coffee every morning or like enjoy my occasional croissant, but, you know, or not eating, whatever, you know, but when you have so much to deal with, okay, so much like work-wise and everything going on around you and then to also be disciplined, about just drinking your green juice and 16 liters of water and you know and a rose sprouted buckwheat bread instead of croissant it's just like at that moment you were just like you know what i just can't deal with this now you know i have my coffee in the morning i have my croissant and, and i'm off and i'm and i'm and, I, and, I, and i'm flying I, I literally don't have capacity in my brain to do that i mean luckily and you know, i'm surrounded with a good food and passion so you know, I do have my green juice and this and that. If if anything, my problem is that maybe like I, I don't I don't eat actually enough. So when I do, my body's like oh food, and it just takes it takes everything. You know, so it, it's it's kind of a, those uh, those things. And the most important thing is the rest. I, I think that the problem is it's not just just the food because I don't think I'm actually that bad. Or majority of the people that, that we are saying, all the entrepreneurs these days, you know, we are very conscious. You know, a lot of them they have a budget to eat well and organic food. But if your body doesn't get rest, th- that is my problem, personal problem. I think I, ju- I, ju- I, just, I just swell because my body is like asking for a day off. I can go months without having a day off. Right. You know, I can have a, a point that I wake up four o'clock in the morning with a thought and then I can't sleep for two or three hours and then I get a, another couple of hours, you know, before I had to get up and then I'm waking up like a zombie and then I'm facing like intense day and, and, and it's just that. So as soon as I go away, and um, I check into the nice place or a hotel or just just calm down you know like uh, it's somebody like uh, pull out the plug I literally let this shrink it's like uh, you know all the all the water retention and everything in my body just goes and I don't change any food if nothing else I even eat like more naughty when I'm away because you want to try different things and you said okay you know I'm not gonna be like you know doing a detox when I'm in Bali on Thailand you wanna you want to try to try the food but it's the rest i think this is the problem for for most of for most of the people these days in a, in a, this kind of hard you know entrepreneurial uh a business that, that we are all in we don't get time to rest
1: it's coming out of the parasympathetic you know it's coming out of the sympathetic nervous system and dropping down into the parasympathetic and then once you do that from coming out of your fight or flight into your resting state that you know it used to happen to me again with the retreat house that i ran i took a one week break and I must have lost about a stone in that one week just yeah. from being relaxed it's like yeah. it's bananas the body just holds on yeah. so much when it's tense and stressed to everything you put inside it and before you know it you are half size of a house it's mental
0: exactly you know it's just a, it's a chemical reaction It's you know, our, our body's got a, got a thing, to, thing to do and um, you know you can uh, you can drink as many green juices as you want but if you're not getting rest if you're not getting your sleep if you're in a constant state of uh, you know like um, uh, how, what, what is the word like um, con- constructed like what's the word uh, contracted, Constric- contracted you know from from all the sides you know, that, that, that's what happens. So I think this is where like uh, people who are like a uh, clever enough, uh, you know, are doing like more yoga and meditation in the morning and, and stuff like that, because this is something that I would like to eventually implement in my lifestyle. But I, I'm a, just such a, I'm such an impatient person, you know, so for me, it's like if I go to yoga class, like I'm, I'm, like I'm doing a yoga, but one eye is on a clock, if there is one. You know, because like I'm just always like a go, go, go. I mean, you can see even like I actually need to control myself how fast I talk because I, I literally don't even have time to talk. So very often I swallow half of the words because I'm always in a, such a rush. So this is something that I know a person I will benefit from. You know? And I have all the tools. I have a gorgeous yoga mat. I bought a, this meditation cushion with like crystals inside. And I have it all, baby. But it's just the fact of... You know, getting up like a half an hour early in the morning and actually uh, actually doing it. But I'm not going to get there.
1: I know you've got a lot of friends uh, who are, you know, working in that wellness world, like, you know, other yoga teachers and things. Oh, so I'm, have, I'm have not have even going to throw have, my hat into the ring They on have all front. given up
0: on me, darling. They I know they have, including me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, yeah, forget about her. And, nah, you know, they, they all tried hard.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I just no comment on that one for me, because I just know that nothing I say will persuade you otherwise. So I'm, I'm going to, yeah, obviously the people with the least time are the ones that need to meditate the most. But, you know, whatever. Yes, if yes, you say you don't have time and you're not up for it, I'm not going to try and convince you but that is a shame because I think you would deeply deeply benefit from, as I say, dropping back in to the parasympathetic nervous system, even just for five minutes in the morning. But I'm sure you're one of those people that wakes up and looks directly at the phone or maybe goes to the coffee machine and then looks directly at the phone. And, you know, that again just fires us straight back up into that system. And before we know it, we're producing more cortisol and it's all just gone a bit wrong and it just never gives us a chance to rest. But, you know, you're no stranger to having problems with the digestive system because I was kind of reading about you and the fact that you suffered a bit of um, post-traumatic stress disorder after the civil war in Croatia that's in your sort of biography and I was kind of like wondering about that I mean do you think this has kind of like had a knock-on effect throughout your life?
0: Totally I mean I have mentioned like many times before to anybody who listened or know that like after experiencing the war in Croatia being the three months you know in the cellar under the ground. Sleeping in the same room with sixty people with no water, no electricity, didn't shower for three months. Uh, don't get me wrong; we did have like a little bit of water, you know, clean the armpits and the rest. And uh, but yeah, it was an ex- extremely traumatic experience. And you know, this, I mean, there is no word for somebody who hasn't gone to the war to tell you what does it mean the sound of the of the bombs hitting around your building and you know hearing your neighbors have been killed or whatever you know it's 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 a horrible thing and no human body has been designed to go through that experience Uh, my approach on that was always like when I when I got uh, myself alive you know together with my family it was like okay you know what there was an experience but I will never ever take that as an excuse to let myself go or start drinking or You know, just just doing anything that a lot of people would normally go to, you know, you would just blame the war for for everything that is now going wrong in your life. And I was like, that was an amazing, I don't want to say amazing experience, it's an experience that has shaped me, but I never wanted to take it as an excuse, you know, for for things that I can or cannot do. But nevertheless, uh, uh, subconsciously it has affected me, you know, I was 18 years old and uh, and it's something that like I just couldn't do nothing about this again it's a it's a chemical process that your body is going through and I also believe you know a few years ago I had this problem with my thyroid and, and a kind of front of my neck and I was actually with David Wolfe in, in, in Los Angeles at his conference and he went like uh, with his hand right to the front of my throat and he said you know your problem is not the back actually I had a problem at the back of my throat he said your problem is at the front and then he asked me um you know, because he knows that I'm from Croatia, he asked me, he actually thought that very possible when Chernobyl happened, that also because we were not like that, that, that far away that we kind of got affected from that but then I said to him, well listen, you know, I was in a war there was like a two, two million bombs fall on my small city in a space of uh, three months so you can just imagine the amount of radiation that happened and he was like bingo, is that so you know, I was like at a ripe age of 18 at the time you know, still growing, still developing and obviously living in an extremely toxic environment for over three months you know, and I think that has kind of affected, you know, the, the, the thyroid and, um, and obviously like, you know, digestive system. So, and it's very, very difficult to, to heal. It's very difficult to, to reverse. And, you know, I just have to deal with this, deal with it as, you know, as I go. And, uh, you know, I have some of my girlfriends who are like a literally third of a size of me and they eat three times more than me. And everybody's like, my brother said to me, you know what, when I see how much you eat, he said, I don't actually know how you live. I actually don't eat very much and everything, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not Giselle, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and I always have this now fight with the food, you know. So interestingly enough, even having a passion cafes and doing all of this, unfortunately, food for me is a little bit of an enemy. And because everything I eat, so many things that I eat are upsetting me, upsetting my stomach. So my diet is just super, super simple. It's literally few wow. ingredients in my, in my diet.
1: Would you say you've ever suffered from like an eating disorder?
0: Um, I would not say it's an eating disorder, I mean you're far away from that, but I really need to kind of like limit my ingredients to certain lists because I can look at something and I, and I know, let's say for example like cacao, if I just drink a, a hot chocolate, it's actually cacao, it actually does not agree with me, you know, it's like it's a lot of things, I cannot eat things like curry or I cannot eat anything, with too much herbs and spices. For me, ideal food, I could eat, it's a plain bowl of uh, white rice. If I eat just a bowl of white rice, my body is actually happy. If I eat a brown rice, my body is like, oh, okay, I'm struggling. So it's, it's very, very strange. It's just a really mild, mild foods. This, this is what I can, uh, you know, the, the digest with. So, you know, we have so many beautiful things here in Passion, and I, I never can eat or enjoy. It's just... Um, it's, it's a no-go. It's like kind of a
1: tragedy, really, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, I've just had the most incredible jungle breakfast in Acai Bowl, which is one of my favorite things to eat here because yeah. yeah. it just feels like I'm eating a bowl of bowl of detox goodness, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I, I love, and I've discovered it in Brazil, and it's just yeah. been one of my things that I've yeah. loved forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it you know, th- that must be very, very difficult for you not to want to overindulge in all those things because yeah. I remember also reading one of your blogs that you said you have a fraud kitchen, which cracked me up because basically you open it, and there's nothing inside <laughs> there's nothing in your fridge
0: at home it's, it's true you know sometimes they even go to the shop and i'm like okay let me buy some food for 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 my house and i'm like mm, okay i can't eat that I can't eat that mm, don't want that mm, i'm not gonna have a time to cook that and you know and then i come back home with just kind of some tomatoes or gluten-free bread and coconut yogurt and cornflakes and you know things like that you know it's like somebody was laughing at me the other day actually last week coming home every evening i have been just eating uh, organic cornflakes because there was nothing (laughs) (laughs) else in my house i'm one of those people that like to eat a a breakfast for dinner you know so yeah yeah it's typical but don't get me wrong i know I i eat i eat well you know i'm not i'm not starved or anything but it's and I'm used to it. I mean, I'm used to it, you know. It sounds you like know, talk, talk, mini, uh, talk, <laughs> Talking about the, the acai bowl, there's a one in Macon, uh, we can hear the noise. Yes, we can indeed. In the in in background.
1: I mean, I think what interests me is a woman and someone that people kind of look up to on the island. You've got this, like, massive business. Everyone thinks that, you know, um, I guess, I, yeah, there must be people here that definitely put you on a bit of a pedestal because of your... Oh, they should, darling. You know. They should. Of course they should. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of people that aspire to do what you're doing, right? There's yeah. a lot of you know people are catching on now there's an explosion of other like yeah. juice places and health food shops and gluten-free this and gluten-free that which is a great thing I'm delighted but you know you were kind of like the first person here doing that and so there must be, be a lot of women here or a lot of people just business owners in general that are like wow passion is mine. wish I'd done that when she did but you know I mean do you I mean do, what, for your confidence levels I mean how are you saying that you're kind of struggling with the food story a little bit but like how do you kind of feel about like you know that position that you're in right now Well,
0: you know, for me, it was always, like, I'm a kind of a person, I kind of, I just, I just do my thing, you know, sometimes, like, I'm so busy doing what I'm doing, and then I I realize after a couple of years, oh, there's a new health food place open, or whatever, I'm just, you know, like, I have so much to concentrate on, like, myself, that I don't really kind of think too much about it, but I am aware that passion have paved the road to, um, to a lot of businesses and you know for, for me it's like you know the only thing is I have to tell you honestly why, what I get just a kind of a little bit saddened is because you know I always try to do things differently you know I travel I do the research I create things myself you know and and always trying to do things in a different way you know why why be the same if you can't be a different and and what is the thing with with a lot of places these days you know they're opening but they're not coming up with nothing new it's just kind of a, a version. Of maybe what passion does or like uh, another place next door does you know so for me it's just I would just like to see a place is open like you know doing something uh, different like innovative let me go to your place and and get inspired and and see oh wow you know because you know every place these days you go it's a it's a beetroot latte it's a turmeric thing it's it's acai bowl it's the granola it's a avocado on toast is this salad it's the quinoa salad understand and and for me because i've been doing it for such a long time you know sometimes i'm thinking okay why should i change my dishes for the fact that like everybody else is doing them so this is why also my passion like every year even though I have my best sellers, we are always kind of upgrading, always bringing in new things. It's not just because, you know, I get, I get tired myself, but as much as you say, it's beautiful to, to be able to enjoy these food, you know, um, all over the place. Passion always was kind of, I don't want to say a, a leader. I don't want to be kind of, you know, like, a, you know, arrogant about this, but it's the truth. You know, we started this in 2002. We were talking like a 17, 18 years ago. The reason why I had to start doing my, my magazine it was to explain to people what is what is acai. What you know acai, I had like a I don't know twelve years ago I've been mean, doing you know, acai, the quinoa, like twelve years ago. I mean I had to actually spell it to people what these products are. Even what is oat milk. I mean it was crazy. People didn't have any any kind of flu clue, clue. You know, like a superfoods, you know. I brought the superfoods to the island before they were even available in a health food shops. You know, so it, it is just uh, one thing that is a little bit just hard for me kind of these days it's to kind of like you know keep inventing and I'm not going to say like a being, being, being on top of it this is not a race you know and it's not like hey I have to keep my you know you know healthy crown in here but I just like to have things a little bit different you know so that is just kind of a difficult because everything you do the five minutes after somebody else is doing it and then you know then I'm like okay no I have to eliminate that and so it's just a constant thing, you know. This is not a business that, like, if you open a pizzeria, for example, or you open, I don't know, the grill place. You know, your menu is more or less the same, but with this industry, you constantly have to keep moving and uh, reinventing. And uh, and this is uh, something that I'm finding really, really kind of hard these days. Being in the constant push to constantly keep, uh, keep, uh, keep changing, and if we a seven premises, and then having to like uh, uh, give a new recipes to like. Uh, 15 different bar people and and 30-something chefs and things, you know, it, it, people have no idea how complex is that, you know, and to try to maintain at least, like, the same standard over the whole locations. So, so I mean, for anybody kind of, uh, I'm not saying, uh, like, uh, being inspired by what I do, when you come here and you see the final pro- product, it is a beautiful thing. But, like, oh, my God, people have no freaking idea how difficult and and hard hard work this is so you know and uh, you you really have to have a stamina to do that and a lot of sacrifices to do that a lot of sacrifice to do that so um, you know it's my life it's my passion it's what I pay for myself and um, I would never discourage people of, of, of doing it but it's not as rosy as, as it is, you know. What are these
1: sacrifices that you speak of? What are these things you think that you perhaps have let go of or you've had
0: to kind of give up to, to, to
1: live this lifestyle?
0: Well, obviously, a lot of my free time, you know, let's say, for example, right now, there is so many places in the world that I would like to go. Even like, a, I would just like to go now just to Mallorca for two or three days. But I just can't. I just, I just have no time. A lot of time. Um, I also have to say I have sacrificed my like personal like relationships, you know, and it's like, a, you know, it's, it's it's a lot to take on, you know, somebody who is like a working seven days a week for, for, you know, three months in a row with no day off, like even with so many of my friends, I arrange things, like with you, how many times did we try to make an appointment, you know, because to me, I never know how my day is going to go, you know. The other day we were supposed to meet up and I had to dig up all the floor in and play the embosser because we had a pie problem. It's just you just never know when you when you're dealing also with a one hundred one hundred people in your company, this is a one hundred issues, you know, even if' just the two of them, they have an issue, there is already a lot to deal with. so it's, it's it's very it's very it's very it's very complex. So you know literally I have given up quite a lot my personal life, my 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 time. Um, may I say some my health as well you know and uh, it's 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 a lot to carry on your shoulder and you know I'm I'm a sole owner and um, I do have a help of my manager right now but I'm still I'm still working you know I'm still involved into uh, everything I cannot uh, I cannot uh, let go so you know, it's 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 it's, it's a lot.
1: It's how do you feel about giving up your personal life there? Because you're saying that you know there's obviously elements of that that have probably suffered as a result of this because you don't have the time for maybe mm.
0: somebody else. Mm. I mean, I mean, how does that make you feel? I think you know, like a uh, people like uh, look at me, or should we say men? And there was okay, there is passion, and then there is Jack, the dog, <laughs> and there is absolutely no Big space in this life. woman's life. <laughs> they don't see me as a woman sitting at home ironing their socks, and. um <laughs> 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 you know what's a funny thing i don't know if i should really share this but you know I, I i'm known to like wear my heart on a sleeve and just share things i hope i'm not gonna regret this you know actually one of my and actually one few of my friends said to me "Lana, you have to understand one thing your food is so good okay so if the guy messes up with you he's risking the fact of not being able to go to passion and eat his burger and this is a risk they simply cannot take <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's actually
1: happened to me actually i really liked a cafe owner and uh, i kind of made this fact known and and yeah there was a little you know a little dalliance that happened there and i yeah, I haven't been back to that cafe since. I'm going to regret that too, probably,
0: admitting <laughs> yeah. that. You have to go, keep going back focus. to his cafe and, and finding flies in the soups and saying, wait a minute. Wow,
1: the least of my troubles, just a few flies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I think everything is about, is about the energy. And I really believe, um, listen, I'm not sitting here like crying or, or, or threatening over it. I believe that everything in life, it's the timing. You know, you just, I know that what I'm doing right now, I know there's a certain... Stage and a phase of my life, and you know I have to I have to I have to I have to deliver something. So other things are put on pause, you know. And you know it, it would just it would just come like that. I also deep down know, you know, why not? It is it is it is it is it is not a time. I'm you know for the last few years I I I think I have given so much. I don't want to say like I have no nothing more to give, but like you know my resources like so massively poured into passion that uh, you know just and energetically it was like this space it just was not um, was not open and you know and and that's okay
1: <laughs> it, it is but you know ultimately there has got to be a moment where you say to yourself okay i need to make some time for myself i need to look after myself you know i'm not you know these businesses could run without you to a degree you've got great staff but it's just sometimes you do have to take a step back and let others lead the way and look after yourself because you know you hopefully will be running these businesses for another 10 or 20 or 30 years you just don't know do you i, I hope bloody not <laughs> oh okay my, well let's say this it'd be nice if to you were going to close these cafes what would you like to do if you were going to sell the brand or something like that what yes. would be your dream job if you weren't doing this anymore
0: well, my, 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 to tell you honestly, you know, I'm playing with idea, not no, just kind of for selling the cafe and a brand. And if I would do that, it would be simply because there is so much demand from it, for it to open in so many places. I still keep getting these franchise offers and stuff, you know, but I can't do it on my own. It's just too much. So for me, if I would like to take this step, I would just like somebody to come take over the operational things so that I can just create. You know, I, I like to create things, you know, I, I don't like to see a computer doing a like bank transfer and dealing with a broken pipes and or the chef didn't come to work today and this kind of stuff, that is that is very hard after 17 or 18 years, it's just really really, it's, it's hard for me so um, I, if I would love to stay in passion and keep doing these things like forever and ever but if my things was, you know, creating writing magazines and books and creating recipes and uh, building beautiful places and buying tiles and, you know I love that, that is a part that I, that I love and I would not tire from is the operation part that is very, very hard on me. Uh, I mean, my dream at the moment, it will be really kind of to, to be able to like, maybe like I have a year off, you know, like when people like work and they take a year off and they do their, I don't know, what's the thing called sabbatical or, you know, and just to have time for myself, you know, to travel, to really recuperate myself, to, to, to regain my inner strength, energy, everything, like, like a big kind of Alana love, uh, uh, like internal and makeover. And um, I have to tell you, honestly, my, my personal thing is very much like a vegan lifestyle. And um, passion cafes, as you said, they're bigger than me now. They, they, can, they, they can run without of me, of course. I come and I put my certain touch and I'm the one, you know, that th- they keep this machine going. But my true love, really, it's, it's a vegan lifestyle, you know. And uh, who am I to take Thai chicken salad from people's menu? you know in in passion and unfortunately we are still not there for me to be able to veganize passions overnight and you know sometimes people are finding me personally responsible for these things but all am i saying you have to help me do that you know your choices are going to make me change this you know because i know what my invoices are for chicken and what are for for tofu and what are for other things you know so I'm really trying all the time to push it. I'm creating a lot of vegan dishes and our desserts and we have all of these smoothies and I'm writing a magazine, you know, cause this is where my heart is. But where we are right now with Passion Cafes and what they love for, for, this love all, serve all, that everybody can come. I don't want to say I'm losing passion for passion, but I would really love to have my vegan restaurant. This is what I would love to do. And maybe to have just one of them, and for me to be there and for me to like play with the food. I mean, obviously play with the food, you know, to, to work with the food, to work with the uh, same-minded individuals, you know, you know the, 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 the chefs and the waiting staff who are all like in that kind of frame of mind, you know, like uh, to be kind of in, 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 in that community. This is kind of what I, what I, what I, what I thrive in. And um, so that will be kind of like my, my dream, you know, like a little... Very super duper healthy Schwanzi Pansi vegan place. <laughs> I love that <laughs> word. It's one that. of my f-
1: my new favorites.
0: Yeah, my pansy vegan place. It will, be, it will be it will be it will be nice, yeah. But unfortunately still we're very passionate. we, we are really trying to push it and you know we have uh, so many options. Just here in Lara we have uh, over sixty or seventy vegan vegan options. Not even the vegan vegetarian, just vegan options for people. But you know, the other products is still selling incredibly, incredibly much so. And uh, this is what I kind of get a little bit kind of discouraged with, you know, but it's just kind of what it is, you know, everybody doing things like in their own time. But eventually I would not want to be really part of this anymore.
1: Are you vegan at the moment?
0: I am a, uh, how can I say, I wouldn't say like a fake vegan. I would say maybe naughty vegan. Uh, I would say maybe like a 90% vegan, you know. I, I mean, this 100%, I think you can only be 100% idiot. Um, I'm sorry, that was a terrible thing to say. Very but honest, though. We, we like honesty on yeah, this show. Yeah, but you know me, like my honesty has, <laughs> has put me in troubles many times you so bad I'm not bad I'm just being honest like you know you think the same thing the only thing is I verbally actually say things so I get myself in trouble for that you know what you, you saw me just eating a croissant damn croissants you know I keep saying like once somebody invents or make like a beautiful vegan croissant with this texture I'll be 100% vegan until this croissant doesn't exist mm-mm, sorry 95% vegan plus the croissant on the top
1: Maybe that could be your goal for uh, 2018 to invent the perfect vegan croissant. Or maybe if somebody else out there listening has got some banging recipe you'll that they want to share. You know,
0: whoever would invent a beautiful, flaky vegan croissant, here's the business idea. you'll be a millionaire. I will come and give you all of my money. No I mean I' have millions, but like for my, otherwise for other people you know i 'll be the first one in line. You know what I, I think you know uh, I, I like to keep saying this thing, you know life is too short for rice cakes i don 't know. I came up with this thing like many years ago, <laughs> and um, you know we have to be conscious and we have to do everything that we, we can do, but you know when you come to this point of obsession, you know if you 're going to your grandma 's house and you 're hundred percent vegan, let 's say and your grandma makes a cake with some butter and whatever you 're going to say no. Do you understand what I mean? It's like, you know, it, it, it's that. It's exception. Or let's say if I go to a States and, you know, I, 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 I there is this cheesecake that, like, if I go to States, I have to eat one of these cheesecakes. And what, I'm not going to eat it just because, like, yeah, I'm going to have a freaking cheesecake. You know, but, like, I'm, my, uh, my choices in everyday life, you know, very conscious and that. But now and then... You know, if you're going to have a piece of something and enjoy it, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's okay, you know. I
1: think but you just got to go with the flow to a yeah. degree. I mean, you can obviously make the best decisions that you can in that moment, but exactly. sometimes there are going to be exceptions to that rule where you exactly. have to kind of just go with what's there. Exactly. Um, and, I, you know, there are two buttons in life for me in my own personal world, and I call them the reset button, which is how all this came about, and the bucket button. So I'm just wondering, exactly. I don't need to explain those any further, but what are those two things for you? What do you mean? What 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 would you say that your fuck it button was? I mean, earlier we were talking about the croissant, the coffee. I mean, is that the fuck it button, or is is you know you've had a shit day at the office, you really just want to you know basically kind of make yourself feel better? What are you going to do? And just go fuck it. I'm going to do that because I need it.
0: I think passion caro cake is a fuck it button. (laughs) (laughs) I Mm. eat it so rarely. And again, I could never like uh, eat a certain piece myself, but it comes to, like every now and then, I just looked at it and I'm like, you know what? fuck it i'm going in i'm I'm going in i'm getting in baby (laughs) you probably could actually it's such a a decent stack of cake isn't it? you could probably climb in there yeah it is it's like i think you know there is no life without a passion carrot cake it's just like (laughs) you just you just you just gotta you just gotta have it you know i always laugh at at my customers i'm not i'm not laughing at anybody but you know they come here you kind of are i am i am okay I've just tried to be nice here, but I've got a reputation. <laughs> and, you know, they, they come here and they eat their, like, a beautiful alkaline vegan salad and they have the green juice and all of that. And then they ask, and I have a carrot cake to go? You know, it's like, a, it's, 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 like it's, 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 it's a balance. You know? And this, this, is what, this is what it's all about, you know. Well, in fact, that 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 you've got balance. it in such
1: a decadent sort of uh, cake uh, fridge over there where it's so visual and, and people obviously eat with their eyes and it does look inc- like outrageously tempting yeah, so yeah, exactly. i mean there's many times i've come in here feeling like a dog's dinner after i don't know maybe a hangover or whatever and i've just gone into your um, amazing chocolate brownies which are the raw one
0: particularly is my absolute yeah, yeah, favorite they're not raw they're just vegan they're, they're, they're vegan they're not raw but you know i'm gonna very tell you gooey. yeah very gooey yeah people just love those brownies they're like like obsessed with them but I have to tell you honestly, I think, I think that the passion carrot cake is a majority of those people. fuck it button.
1: And what's your reset button then, if the, if the carrot cake is the fuck it?
0: You know, my reset button, it will be that I don't press very often. It will be like a no coffee in the morning. It's, it's really, I don't know, it is, this, this is, I wouldn't say my vice. I, uh, you know there is all these things is it good is it bad i don't think really coffee is the best thing for me considering you know all my cortisol levels and adrenals and stuff like that but you know now and then i try like uh, to skip it and uh just have a water with lemon or just start with a with a protein shake or something like this and even though truth is it does make me feel feel good it just doesn't last for a long time damn it i just have to get this coffee going on in the morning and. Uh, And that's it. I mean, in general, I'm quite good, so there is nothing too much kind of to like a reset. But if I could change this habit, you know, it would be good for me. But damn it, I just enjoy it, you know, and we have such a good coffee and all these beautiful organic milks. And now we have this new oat milk, which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, I, I spend a fortune on these beautiful coffee machines and coffee coming out of them is really, really like, you know, oh, it's, it's on another level. And I just love the whole coffee culture, you know, even though I'm totally into my green juice and everything. Coffee is like it's my it's my love. I just everything about coffee. I love the smell. I love the whole culture. I love I love the gadgets. I just it's like it's it's it's, it's my love. So, you know i got to have it.
1: Yeah, well, I just think, yeah, there's sometimes, life is too short not to have the things that you absolutely love. I can't give up coffee. I even did a fast, a seven-day fast, and I'm going to be really frank, I cheated twice, and I had a little single espresso, and it changed my entire experience that day. Like, I was like, I know you're supposed to go into these zones and explore deeply into what happens when you haven't got food in your system and really feel, and that's part of the whole process, but I was like, I can't cope with this, can't cope without my coffee. I mean, literally, I had an empty stomach. I went up like a speeding freight train, it was great and I was just it was just the flavor of it, it was just so good yeah, and yes. your taste buds yeah they just miss it Yeah, they really yes. miss it and I just can't cope without it I need it I need it in my life
0: yeah exactly and you know why 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 shouldn't you have it you know I think unless a person have a like a serious health problem and you just really can't have it or God forbid you fight it then it's fine but you know and there's lots of research they're saying it's actually uh, good for you and um, And and, and I'm I'm, I'm thriving on it very often. I'm I'm thriving on it. So, you know, (laughs) on my double shot. On my double shot. (laughs) Double shot, it goes straight into my blood system. Amazing, like a vampire. Yes. (laughs) The vice.
1: So, what are we? Um, what are we giving back on this podcast? Tell us what you're kind of thinking of, because in the true spirit of this whole project, we are, you know, opening up the retreat scene. We're giving away wonderful free tickets to um, music gigs, like acoustic sessions. Last week with the World Unplugged series, and um, yeah, just wondering what you what you're thinking. A dinner with me?
0: Well, I mean, there, there's an <laughs> offer you can't <laughs> refuse. Probably half the island. A dinner? We can, we can open us offer somebody a nice. Um, healthy dinner with a bottle of uh, organic wine or a, or a smoothie whatever would they like, I think they'll be quite nice, you know lots of people don't see the passion cafes as, as actually dinner places, It'd be kind of more like a breakfast and lunch but actually having a dinner, is it's actually quite a nice experience, especially like here in the Sant'Olaria in front of the fountain, it's in front of the seat with beautiful satellite lighting in the evening, um, it, it's absolutely beautiful, so why don't we, like give um, a nice beautiful dinner Two people, for two people, for two people, and uh, they can have even a carrot cake at the end. If there's any <laughs> space. We and just, if not, I think we should
1: rename it just the Fuck It Button. I think you should yeah, just completely yeah, change the menu. Yeah,
0: just have a Fuck It Button dinner, <laughs> dinner at uh, at Passion, and uh, you know we have this like a lovely Passion bags, you know, so we can maybe like you know put some Passion goodies in a bag, so they can come for a dinner, have a lovely dinner, have a little beautiful like you know Passion uh, a goodie bag and with our latest magazine coming out very soon so yeah we're gonna we're gonna treat them well we're gonna have them a, a passionate dinner to remember
1: well if we're not having one then somebody else needs to <laughs> yes totally
0: totally i think we should we should do it let's do it
1: i might just come as your date actually i mean sort everyone else
0: yeah let's do it yeah you'll do for, for, for the moment <laughs> anything <laughs> Oh, that was a joke there was a joke we are not we what? are not you see you oh. see See, so that's what happens when this, this you start being naughty this, this is what happens chaos thing, ensues no yeah as soon as you mention <laughs> Lana's relationship things start banging and plays start breaking <laughs> and it's, just, it's not meant to be honey not yet I think I need to open another 15 passions and then maybe oh, don't do maybe, that maybe it will happen no not me bless yes. you <laughs> well
1: listen anyone that does want to claim that prize just has to, in to you send an email to just the good news please at gmail.com and it's been an absolute pleasure as it always is when so we have these little catch-ups, um, particularly here in the in the lovely Sanzilalia branch of your, your passion cafes and thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much for having me again and um, I shall talk to you very soon. Thank you. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel
2: to you every day. The lovely Lana Love there, giving us a wonderfully frank chat and insight into running a wellness cafe on Ibiza. This podcast, all about the wellness world of Ibiza and also providing a little bit of insight really into the lives of those uh, that work in the wellness world on the island and their journeys from other parts of the world to reset themselves here and find their wellness path um, and as you've just been hearing it can be a little bit of a struggle here um so we are really delighted to be giving away uh, this free meal at the passion cafe but we're also going to de- redirect you uh, to our website the reset to hear um what other free retreat spaces we have um, up for grabs this summer including a place on the next Reset Rebel Ibiza retreat with me, Yoga um, Beats, in August. And that's from the 11th to the 14th. we're going to be eating local, seasonal, vegan food. We're going to be doing daily flow yoga classes infused with music, um, focusing purely on non-linear movement. So unstructured sequencing where you can really explore into the body with the breath and find an alternative way to move into those spaces in the body that might be a little bit tense or tight um so come and check out the web pages um, and send us a little email just to claim your free retreat spot or if you know a friend um that might need to come on a retreat maybe can't afford it um just follow us on instagram at Reset Rebel and either post a photo uh, and tag us and tell us how you reset in life or pop us an email to just the good news please and tell us why you need this retreat or maybe someone you know is suffering and needs a break. So next week we're going to be back for a foray into the world of one of Ibiza's oldest retreat organisers, Ilona, um, who's been on the island for many, many decades, since the 60s and the 70s and creates her fasting retreats. Um, she's been fasting and as working as a fasting guide for more than 25 years. Um, up at her colour house, which is near Sun 1, on this beautiful mountain overlooking the forest and the hills and the nature. It's absolutely stunning. And she's also going to be offering up a free retreat space on the end of that podcast. That's in October at the end of the summer. Um, maybe you're going to have a, a boozy barbecue filled summer and you kind of want to get here and um, reset yourself. Um, so do join us on that seven day um, fasting retreat insight next week coming out on the early part of the week we never like to put too much of a day on it because you never know what's going to happen on obesa but monday or tuesday that will be landing um yeah keep it locked see you next week